This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. I got both the boys in the building today. They're trying to take down the king. Everyone knows I swept Devin Tejada last time. Everyone knows that I beat Tim the one time we picked. So their big brains are going against my one big brain. We got to pick them for this weekend. Hooker versus Poirier. Pretty decent little card. I mean, I've been going over for the past 48 hours. I love every fight. I mean, not, the main event's awesome, obviously. Uh, not a lot of things jump out at you. Like, you know, they don't have a lot of star power, but there's a lot of interesting fights on here. So let me start before we get to the rules. How are you boys doing? How confident are you guys? The tag team champs, baby. <laughs> That's right. Lee's going to do the nasty. Uh, the Dudley boys? Okay. I was going to say the New Age Outlaws. All right. That Dudley boys, I like it. All right. So basically... The rules are this. You guys are going to always pick first on every fight. You have to agree on your picks. You guys can talk as much as you want about who should pick or whatever because you might have differing opinions. I'll announce the fights. You guys pick first. If I want to win, I obviously got to go opposite you guys. Each of you have to um, agree on an underdog lock of the night and the send them home of the night. You have to agree on that. But on your locks of the night, you each get a lock of the night so you can get more points that way. I only get one of each. Um, if it's a 200 and above, uh, minus 200 and above, if you lose, and this goes with everybody, if that fighter loses on your lock of the night, you get a negative point because I've been burned in the past. Like you got to really think about your locks in the night. So that's really it. Everything else applies. We'll, we'll pick the fights. We'll see who wins. We'll see, uh, we'll see who the best man is. I think it's going to be me. Not going to, not going to lie, but, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Best men. That's right. You guys, best men. And, uh, I mean, we don't have any betting. I mean, I don't want to bet money or anything like that. I mean, I don't want to take your guys' money. So now, hold we, on a sec. Yeah, go ahead. Man, you had said something about uh, what I said. betting Mickey Gall, Mike Perry, and putting some stupid bet on it. Okay, right, right, right. And I would, I would, I, I'm down for that. That was my next thing is if you guys want to bet that. We have a money bet on Hooker and Poirier, too, if you don't remember. I don't remember. What was the money bet on that? $10. Okay. I'll, okay. $10. I'll mail you $10 <laughs> cash. Mail you. I'll mail it to you. Don't worry about I'll that. I'll send you a money order. Yeah. I'll mail, I'll mail the $10 in cash to you. No <laughs> problem. And then, uh, what was the, what do you want to do for, uh, I know Devin wants hanky pankies, but I just don't think they'll last to fucking Washington. <laughs> that sausage um, will, will, will not, it's not, it's not going to last long, bro. I'd have, look. I mean, I'd like to just get get you on video saying fucking Joe Burrow. That, that's what. No, I'll, I'll I'll fucking put a bullet in my head before I do that. <laughs> Joe Burrow's the man. That's what I. That's what I was gonna do. Is I was. That's that's what the bet should be. We'll have a bet on Gall Perry, and the winner or the loser, or whatever, has to go on the other Instagram and do like a video message of saying whatever the other wants. Yeah. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. I All like right. that. Okay, first fight of the night. Now, Topology redid the fights a little bit, so we'll, we'll go to the girl fight first. Jin Yu Frey, Fry, nine and four. She is a uh, plus one thirty eight underdog. She's fighting Kay Hansen, who's six and three. She's a minus one seventy favorite. Kay Hansen, by the way, just they both these girls just got signed literally like two weeks ago. They're very small for the division. I believe they're anim weights. Kay Hansen, though, is exactly my type. I mean, she's blonde. She's got tattoos. She's adorable. I love it. Uh, I do not know anything about these women. I got these lines today. So the betting lines are from FanDuel. This is why, what I place my bets on, in case you were wondering. I got them all from FanDuel this morning. So Fry is the underdog. Frey, whatever. Hansen, the uh, significant favorite. Boys, who do you like? Work it out. Dev, I think we, uh, I think we go with the underdog here, man. Just just cause it's it's a close it's a close one. 
it's a fucking bowl spaghetti fight. And yeah, exactly. um, when I sent you my picks earlier, I didn't circle this because I didn't give a shit about it. Um, <laughs> I know they're out on weights coming up. Um, you know, this might be a start of an atom weight division in the UFC. Potentially, they might wipe the featherweights away. So right. this might be something to keep an eye on. Because um, Michelle Waterson, Michelle Waterson would be atom yeah. weight too. So you're going dog here. Sorry for talking over you. Yeah, no, dog. no, that's fine. Tisha Torres too, Brianna Van Buren. There's a lot of girls that can make 105. You know, yeah, right. Hannah Cyphers, the killer Hannah Cyphers. Yeah, <laughs> so you make 120, <laughs> 105. Yeah. Um. So you're taking the underdog here. Okay, that's a good listen. I didn't know who Kay Hansen was until. Two weeks ago, when she announced that she was signed for the UFC, and I went, ooh, ooh, okay. I, I like this. I like the way she looks. She, I've never seen her fight before. So, obviously, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go Kay Hansen because, you know, if I wasn't married, she'd be my wife already. I think she has a boyfriend, but fuck that guy. Um, so, I'm going to go Kay Hansen. Obviously, go opposite you guys. She was until like 10 seconds ago. Right, yeah. I, I She announced, like, she's like, oh, look. I still I don't know who she is. She's like, I, yeah, signed, really, I thought I really she don't. was... There's like all these like girls that are like literally their Twitter handles like UFC obsessed and all these fucking horny idiot UFC guys follow them thinking they're gonna get laid by these girls. I thought Kay Hansen was one of those girls, and then I looked her up. I'm like, oh shit, this girl's a fighter. Okay, and a lot of people like like her. Like she's talented, I guess. Um, I do see a lot of people picking Fry though as the underdog here, so I think that's a smart play. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna go Hansen because I can't I can't pick against I can't pick against my baby. All right, next up you got Jordan Griffin. Who is a, excuse me, he is a minus 106 pick him. He is 18 and 70. He's fighting Yusuf, Yusuf Salah, who made his UFC debut not too long ago and won impressively as an underdog. He's 8 and 2. Boys, you lead the dance. You like Griffin. You like Salah. What are we taking here? I like Zalal in this fight. I think he's going to be technically more sound. I think he can stay to the outside and, and st- stick away from uh, Griffin's kind of somewhat submission game that he has. Um, Zalal looked impressive. He he was an underdog in his last fight. He won a good. He won a, a you know, not a one-sided decision, but you know, he he definitely won his last fight. It was a good close fight. Um, sorry, not a close fight. It was a good fight. I think I think Zalal is going to be a good pick. I'm pretty sure Tim agrees with me. Yeah, I do. And it's uh, you know, call me stereotypical, but when I look at Jordan Griffin, I'm like expecting knockouts. Yeah, I'm expecting this dude to be a badass and. You know, that just hasn't reciprocated. And then you go look at it, his 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 record and like all of his wins are by submission. Right. And uh, I, I don't see a submission. I don't see him him being able to you know get close enough to, to get a submission. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm with you, Def. That's a good pick. Uh, Yeah. I completely agree. Jordan Griffin was on the contender series and Paul Felder was announcing his fight and their teammates. And Paul Fodder was talking about how big of a killer this guy is. Well, where the fuck's the killer at? I haven't seen right. it. I haven't seen it yet. He has the look. Um, I want to go opposite just because let's make it interesting. But I really do like Zalal. I picked him in his debut against Lingo. I think this kid is really talented. He's got some flashy stuff. Doesn't have the biggest power in the world, but he does have good strikes. He's pretty well-rounded. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if the lines were different, maybe I'd pick Griffin because I think Griffin, Griffin's going to try to wrestle fuck him. Probably try to get a choke or something. Zalas too athletic, too unique, too uh, too different. So I'm gonna have to rock with you guys. I'm gonna go with Zalas as well. I don't want to take a take a big risk on that one because I mean, again, that's a that's a pretty good fight there. All right, we're moving right along here. Third fight of the night: Takisha Sato, who is 15 and three. He is a minus uh, 138 favorite. He is fighting Ramiz. Brahman Jamj, eight and two, uh, plus one fourteen underdog. Boys, do you like uh the guy's name I can obviously pronounce in Brahmajaj, or do you like Sato? 
Man, you you are just you're a killer with this name. Did I fucking name man. it? How do you say his name, Devin? I don't know. Brahimaj. Brahimaj. Yeah. So you like I boys? Um, I think I, we all. I personally, it. I like Sato in this fight. Um, I think he's got the better experience. He's fought. You know, he's got UFC fights. He's. I mean, he he TKO'd Ben Saunders, but that's not saying much. Um, he yeah. got submitted by Bilal Muhammad. But he's, I think he's got the better experience. Um, I, I, this is one of the harder fights for me to pick because I don't think too highly of these guys, so it's really even hard for me to tape study and watch any of their fights. Sure. Um, but I, I would go with Sato in this fight. I think he's the smarter pick, and I'm, I'm not confident with it, but I think he's a smarter pick. Yeah, I agree. And uh, just the UFC experience that he has, I think that'll that'll hold up better for this fight. So I'm cool with going Sato. Sato. Yeah, it's weird. He's, you know, there's not many J- Japanese was like the king of MMA, like in the early 2000s. And they ha- they don't have anybody in the UFC, really. They have like three guys. Sato, big power puncher, striker. Uh, you know, he's got good hands, but I think he's one dimensional. Barrage Br- Br- has won every single fight by submission. I think he's a tough, durable guy. I think this is a nice little play here. He's coming from the LFA, which I think is a good organization. He's not coming from some chump fucking backyard fighting shit. So he's coming from a real good organization with some serious wins. Um, UFC debut. I do see a lot of sharks picking Barrage. Uh, I love how I'm saying that. Now I have no idea what his fucking name is, but now <laughs> it's different. Whenever, whoever, however, Anik pronounces it, it's always going to be Barrage to me. Uh, I'm going to go underdog. I'm going to go Barrage here. I had that written down. It's one of the first fights I picked. I feel like Sato gasses a lot. If he doesn't knock him out in the first round, I think he's in big, big trouble. I think he can get fight to get the get to the ground, and get choked out. I mean, blah, blah, Muhammad. A powerful dude, good grappler himself, but he's not like a submission ace, and he choked him out. So, uh, you know, if this kid is is as good as he's, you know, is on paper, uh, I see him taking Sato down. Again, this is a fight that, one of the fights that I don't really care about, right? I mean, I think it could be a good fight, but like Devin said, he watched it and fucking fell asleep. So, um, you know, you watch tape on him and fell asleep. So, yeah, it is what it is, but uh, I'm going to go upper hodge. I'm going to go opposite you guys. I'm going to go fucking under. That's underdog points right there, baby. Fucking underdog points just adding up. All right, next up, Tanner Bojor, who is 17 and 6 and 1. He is a, let me see here. He is a, I think, I, oh, see, they keep moving this shit. They move Sean Woodson up. All right, sorry. He's a minus 106. Pick him. He's fighting Philip Lins, who is 14 and 4. He's a minus 116. It's basically a pick him fight. Philip mm-hmm. Lins, former PFL champion. Tanner Bozier has been in the UFC for a while. Canadian. Born and bred. Big boys. Uh, who do you guys like? You know, um, Tanner Bozier's got some okay wins i think felipe lins has some better wins on his record on um, being a pfl being a pfl champion he took the whole year of 2019 off he won in 2018 he took the whole year off um fought really well against arlovsky in the first yeah. round and then kind of shit the bed in the last two um but i don't think tanner bozer is a big heavyweight he's not a big dude um his he you know he fought daniel spitz in his last in his last fight and won that fight um I just think Felipe Lins for if, if what were the odds again? Are they basically pick them? One hundred six for Bozier, one sixteen for Lins. Yeah, it's 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 right there. It's gonna move a little bit. Like I said, I got them this morning, but yeah, it's a pick them fight. Yeah, Lins should be in that fight. The fucking line moves. Yeah, yeah, right. That's Lins. Lins should be a favorite in this fight. I think I would personally feel safer picking him, especially with the way the odds are. 
but it's also a he- an unranked heavyweight fight, so you don't fucking know what you know. No, no. Tanner Gozier could come out here and put him and put him out, but he doesn't have a lot of he doesn't Canadian have a lot of crazy bacon, knockouts. Um, I, th- I think it's, this is a hard fight for me to pick. Um, I circled Felipe Lins, and now I'm thinking back on. I'm now I'm like tr- think I'm gonna go back on. Oh, my yeah, I'm in your head shit. about it. I'm in your head. Um, Who am I gonna pick, Devin? Who am I gonna pick, bro? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Felipe Lenz. I just oh, think he's okay. a smarter pick. Um, but I want to hear what Tim has to yeah, say. Yeah, Tim, what do you like? Disagree. You like this fight? That, Can, that was my pick, uh, Lenz. You know, I just give him the benefit of the doubt that. And granted, Andre Olowski is not fucking knocking people out anymore by any means, but he he still puts on good fights and he's yeah. still a great technical fighter. Um, and just to be able to hang three rounds with him, you know, I'll, I'll kind of always say it on the podcast, but you know, I, I look at some guys' losses as wins and. Uh, for like sure. Hanging there with the former heavyweight champion. And that was his UFC debut, too. Yeah, in yeah. your debut, you're fighting the former UFC you know, heavyweight champion. And you, you you beat him the first round, and you know you do shit that <laughs> the last two, but you don't get finished. Uh, so, yeah, I think Felipe, especially at that at that price. At level. that number, yeah. Yeah, okay. You guys are going to take limbs. Um, I actually am surprised about this. Uh, Bozier's coming off a uh, 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 decision loss to Gagne, who's, I think, going to be probably future champion. It, well, he didn't win a second of that fight. He got dominated. But, you know, Canadian Roy Nelson is what he looks like. He moves pretty well. He's a little undersized. Lenz isn't the biggest guy either. Uh, his gas was a little bit of a problem in the Orlovsky fight. I, I felt like if he just had a little more juice, he could have maybe stole that fight from Orlovsky. It was, it was fairly close. He looked impressive in PFL, but sometimes I get a little scared by that. However, I do agree with you. I think the line should be a little higher. I think I think the value is on Lenz here. However... Mm-hmm. I'm going Canadian Bacon. I'm going Tanner Bozier. I just think he's going to squeak out a fucking decision. This is going to be a really hard fight to score. This is going to come down. If this fight breaks us, like if this is the one that decides who wins between us, I'm going to be so pissed. I know it's going to come to the judges. I know it's probably going to be you know one of these fucking weirdo ones because like they both kind of set their own pace. They're not like heavy-handed guys. They don't have a ton of finishes. Um, I just think Bozier moves a little bit better, has some good leg kicks, and uh you know, Canadian bacon, baby. I'm going to go with Bozier. Obviously, opposite of you guys as well. So we got some friction here. We've only agreed on one fight. And this isn't just me playing devil's advocate. I filled out my card. I haven't had to compromise anything. You guys have just picked opposite of me. That's why I thought this was a really good card to do it because there's a lot of, I think, interesting fights that that, that can happen on, on that. All right. So we're, we're opposite on that. Let's go to the fight. I'm actually, for some reason, I'm really looking forward to this fight. And I don't I don't know why. Uh, Luis Pena, who's 8-2. and two, he Hell is yeah. he is a minus two forty favorite. He's fighting Karma Worthy, who is fifteen and six. He's a plus two twenty five underdog. Uh, boys, who do you like in this fight? This is a good scrapper here. I like we got this some fight. friction here, man. Yeah, unless unless Davis came to his senses on this. Uh, I um I think Luis Pena is really talented. Um, I think he's long and lanky. I think he's a really good striker. He's a good grappler too. Um, but I don't think he has um. A lot of like finishing power. I think Kama Worthy is going to be the stronger guy. Have the have Kama Worthy's a big dude too, and I I would like to see their reach. Um, because I guarantee Kama Worthy's a big dude, long arms. Um, and he can crack. I th- I'm picking. I pick Kama Worthy in this fight. I think underdog. he's a really underdog good play. underdog at that price. Okay. I okay. Think, I think Luis Pena should win this fight, but if you're gonna bet like a heavy-ish underdog, you said he was. He said it was plus two sixty. Plus two twenty five is plus two twenty five. Two twenty five, yeah. And this line um, is moving. Who's who's the dog? Worthy. Karma Worthy's the dog. Yeah, yeah. As he should be. Yeah, as plus two twenty five. Yeah, be. he should definitely be the underdog. Um, I, th- 
I think Luis Pena should win this fight, but I think Kama Worthy is a solid underdog play. Um, I think I've picked all favorites so far, and that this would have been my my you underdog. Picked, uh, your fry, the, the first female fight you did pick on. Okay. Her. Yeah. And there was That's two pickums in there, so those could jump around, but you like Worthy. Yeah. Tim? I, I, Tim doesn't agree, I don't think. Yeah, I don't at all. Uh, <laughs> another, up, that, that, <laughs> <laughs> this is um, what I want. Yeah, did, he did bring up a good point because uh, Worthy has a six foot three, seventy. he's six foot three with a 75 inch reach, which I believe is very similar to Luis Pena. I know Luis Pena is six foot three. Kama Worthy's a bigger dude. He can crack harder. Um, unless Lewis Penny is going to come and try to grapple him, like it's going to be a stand-up fight. And I would just does it change trust. your mind at all that Penny no. is now an American Top Team? I read clickbait. Sorry, guys. Kama Worthy is five eleven with a seventy-four inch reach, which is yeah. still a pretty long reach. He um, seems bigger than that dude. I, I just rewatched his Devonte Smith fight. And he's unless, a long arm wide. Unless Devonte Smith is four eleven, Worthy seems so much bigger in that fight. He's a big dude, and he's big for that division. He has lost by TKO. He has knockout losses yeah, on chin, his record. His chin's a little... Um, but I don't think Pena has that cracking power. He doesn't. Pena is just very skilled, man. Yeah. And if he gets inside, like... First of all, that comma-worthy Devontae Smith, that was a fucking dive if I've ever seen one, man. <laughs> what did he hit him with? <laughs> it, was, it was a weird punch, yeah. Very weird. And I Behind the ear, dude. And they, used to, and they used to train together, too. They are like buddies. Yeah, yeah, there's ever going to be a die that might be it. I mean, shit, Devontae Smith tore his Achilles. He's been out. He's like, fuck, I don't have to deal with these questions. So what are yeah, we going to do here? What are we going to do? Does it? If I give you my pick, will it change your guys' pick? Yeah. You're probably you're probably picking Luis Pena. No, I'm I'm unworthy. I think unworthy. Com, I think Kamal Worthy. Yeah, I think Kamal Worthy is going to do it. <laughs> I'm on your team, bro. Get yeah. out of here. Team. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I listen. Uh, we, if you, you, you guys got to see the nail on the head, man. <laughs> we have more fights coming up that are that are going to probably be a, be a little frictiony. So you guys got to kind of make a compromise. Like, do you really want to put stink your teeth into this one? Um, I mean, Devin I want Bob Ross by decision or by submission. Yeah. Oh, that's good. The one thing about, there's a lot of unanswered questions about Kama Worthy. I, I went back and I watched, I mean, he's got a wealth of fights. I mean, he's fought a lot, a lot of dudes. His second fight was Paul Felder. Paul Felder TKO'd oh, him, knocked him out in his second fight ever. I, I uh, he fought Billy Q too. Yeah. He fought Billy Q. He's only lost to people in the UFC before he's even gotten in the UFC, which is pretty crazy. Um, my big thing was, was his cardio, right? Cause Lewis Payne is going to put on him. Lewis Payne doesn't get fucking tired. Uh, his cardio holds up, right? Now, he owns his own gym in Pittsburgh. I don't know how that's been affecting with Corona or whatnot. He doesn't come from a big camp. He, he has his own gym. Who, I don't know who he's training with, but you know he's a fucking experienced dude. So you guys can make a compromise because there's going to be some fights later on that you know I think you guys might disagree on. So Two quick things. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one, when UFC came to Norfolk this past time, um, Luis Pena was fighting, and he, yeah. he won a dominant decision, but I uh, actually met his dad. Oh, um, yeah. His dad was there with a My Son's Violent Bob Ross shirt. That's awesome. And, uh, I saw him in the bathroom, and I was like, is that legit? He's like, yeah, man, that's my son. And um, that was real cool. That is and cool. Also, like, let's just think, like, let's think about why Kama Worthy was such a fucking big underdog against Devontae Smith. Yeah. He was like, that was like the biggest underdog upset of like of the whole year it was a plus it was it was, it was it was john annex upset of the year yeah. yeah so but hear hear me out tim either we lose or we both lose he's taking comma i'm taking comma that's, so if, that's if we pick comma we either both lose right or we but, lose no but if you pick what he wants pain you then you can win <laughs> we'll be opposite comma worth it guy yeah but i mean fucking 
Perfect. Bob Ross is good, but I just see him. I just think he's gonna get TKO'd. I think he's gonna get like ten eight rounded. Up. If if he doesn't get finished, I think he's gonna get a ten eight round. I think he's gonna get hurt. Too good to get ten eighted, man. I, I, I don't have any. Close. I don't have anything set in place to, to decide this tiebreaker. I didn't think. Funny. I, I figured you guys would maybe hash it out. This is what I love. I love the debate. Bob Ross has never even been finished, bro. Never. He's never been finished. He's and he's at, and he's at freaking he's American Top Team now. That camp is so hot. What? What makes you pick Kama worthy then, Brian? I, I'm I'm looking on underdogs. Essentially, the number is what it is. I, I agree. I agree. With everything. I think Lewis Pena is just too high for me. If I'm being completely honest with you, Kama uh, worthy does have that one punch knockout power. He does have chin issues though. All his losses, besides maybe one, I think, are by KO. Even though Pena is not a big KO artist. If I pick this fight based, if they were dead even. I would say probably Lewis Pena, Pena is going to come out and probably grapple, take him down, use his cardio. I don't think we've seen that from Worthy. Worthy looked good against Devontae Smith, but it was also kind of a guy he's trained with before, a guy that he knew was going to stand up with him and he got caught by some weird punch. Um, but the numbers are so high. I mean, the number is crazy and Worthy. I, I'm going to take that shot at a guy who can knock out somebody. And I'm not overly impressed with Pena, but I do think he's solid. See, I thought it was I thought it was plus two sixty, but I'm I, I still think I'm plus, plus two twenty five. It's a it's good money. There's um, other unders that are nice too. I mean, I'm staring at one right now that I'm I haven't filled out yet that I'm flirting with. I'm gonna see what you guys say, but um, I you know I, I like a lot. Of, I like some unders on this card. Uh, you guys have you guys have one under. No, you, you, we can do we can do that um, because we disagreed with the Maurice Green uh, John Volante fight. Yeah, we um, definitely do too. Okay. Oh, you guys so, have talked. Okay. Yeah, I keep forgetting that you get to chat it up. Yeah. So well, he had his chance to say something about this one, and he didn't. <laughs> right. So that's what I mean. If you guys, if you guys disagree, then you got to make a compromise somewhere. You need underdogs to yeah. beat to beat me. You're gonna need to hit an underdog. So which one is it? Which one are you most confident? Look at the card, and one of you guys need to to to, to relent a little bit. I think Luis Pena is the most confident pick on the card. If I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to help you out because I'm competing against you guys, and I'm really not trying to talk anyone out of anything. But if I, if, so, if someone was like, "Hey, you get one underdog pick," this wouldn't be my pick. It wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean that's what. Yeah, I'm torn on it. I, last pick. Yeah, well, Dude, I, I even said it. I said Luis Pena is a, a, is the, is gonna win this fight. I just have a weird feeling about it. Um, no weird feel- feelings here, bro. I don't need any weird feelings. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll fuck it. We'll do the we'll do the we'll do the Luis Pena, and then we'll go with my pick for the Maurice Green and uh, John Volante fight. All right. Obviously, I, I we we discussed that enough. I'm taking Cobb Worthy again. It's it's a it's a it's a fuck. throw up in the hat fight. I mean, I think this is a big uh, Luis Pena big come out party. I think he really needs to step it up because I think he is marketable. Um, and he left AKA and apparently on bad terms as well. I, I heard there's not some, there's some bad blood there a little bit. He's now down at American top team. Um, but yeah, I think comma worthy just could have that power, but he also can just get outclassed. We, we haven't seen enough of them, but again, when you put a plus two twenty five in front of me with a guy that can knock people out, I'm, I'm going to take a swing at him. All right. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I think the next fight is the fight you guys were, or no, excuse me. It's uh Sean Woodson. First fight of the night, Sean Woodson, seven and zero. He is a minus three seventy favorite. He is fighting Julian Arosa, who was 23 and eight. He's taking this fight on pretty short notice. Plus two seventy. I'm actually a little surprised by this line. Boys, who do you like? Dev, what are you holding your finger up? Are you skipping a fight here? What about um Barella versus Maverick? Got canceled. 
That got canceled? It got canceled. Yep. It did. It got when, canceled. Today? Late last night, early this morning, Barella confirmed shit. it. Yeah. Maverick posted, uh, she was getting shit on t- Instagram or whatever. She's all ripped up, you know, that the Maverick girl. And they're yeah. like, why'd you pull out? And she like responded like, none of your fucking business. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She like went on a she huge, huge rant. Yeah. Too, man. Yeah. She's going to beat the shit out of Barella. Right. Yeah. She would have <laughs> smashed Barella. Yeah. So that She's fight got canceled. So <laughs> and Kyle Nelson dropped out of the Woodson fight. So Rosa stepped up and they bumped this up to the main card. Where it deserves to be, because I, I think I think Woodson's a, I think Woodson's a really good talent, man. Um, he looked great in the contender series. He looked great in his last fight. He completely schooled Bokniak. Um I I'm confident in Woodson. I think Arosa is a good fighter. He's got a good he's got a long, you know, a long a long fight history. He's fought a lot of fights. He has a pretty decent record, but I think Sean Woodson 7 and 0, he's undefeated. He's a really good striker. He's really really rangy. He's tall and lanky. Um he's got a good chin. I just think Sean Woodson is gonna come and 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 just outstrike him and look really good at doing it too. Yep, I agree. Yeah, okay. I went back and looked at his his contender. He's good. Fight. Yeah, he's good, man. Both on Woodson. Yeah, okay, he's tall and lanky and rangy, but he can crack too. And not many dudes with that body type can crack. He's got a pretty big head, so you know he's got a good chin. Like, yep. he's he's good. He's really good. He looked really good in his UFC debut too. I picked against him. I thought he was get out wrestled. His takedown offense looked really good. Uh, all those sad stories, all those little fucking sappy stuff that the contender series does. I don't ever buy into it. I think it's a joke. Yeah. However, his was was pretty touching. His dad looked like a fucking cool dude. His dad died before he got to see any of them, and he was crying and stuff. Young kid, big, tall, lanky. Julian Rosa. He's a banger, right? He's a cracker. He moves kind of awkward. He he looks like he should be better than he is. This is like his third go around the UFC. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, then he got a shot again, and uh, you know he's been knocked out before. I can't go opposite here. I love I love Woodson. I, I I'm I'm high in this kid. I like when I pick against somebody and then they shove it up my ass and they go, no fuck you. He was a pretty big underdog in his last time out, where you know and he and he proved that he had cardio, he had grappling skills, he threatened with some chokes, and his striking's really really good. Um, this is gonna be my lock in the night as well, boys. My lock, Ooh, lock it down, smart. lock in the night because yeah. I I'm really high on Woodson. I actually really wanted the Kyle Nelson fight because Kyle Nelson's a banger. Out of Canada, that a lot of people like. He's got some good knockouts on his record. Um, but Arosa, I'm glad they kept him on this card. I think uh I think Julian Arosa is gonna bring out some good things in Sean Woodson. So yeah, my absolute lock of the night there. Okay, that was the first fight in the main card. Here's the fight we were just talking about. Maurice Green, eight and four. He's a minus two fifty favorite, heavy favorite versus John Volante. That's John G I A N for some reason. He's 17 and 11. He is a plus 200 underdog. Who do you guys like? You guys tease this. So who, who, whose pick we taking on this one? I, I, if this is a weird, I think, um, I think they both are not great. I think Gian Vellante is even more not great. <laughs> yeah. I think he is the wannabe Chris Weidman, yeah. but not good. Right. Um, he had like a, like in his in his early career, he had a lot of really good performances, and then he just got to the UFC, and it was just like split decision. He killed it in the. Re- I went back and looked at his stuff, dude. He used to slam people on their fucking slam heads, dude. like. And he was like going to get drafted in the NFL, but he like he like got too fat, and like he was awesome at Hofstra. It's crazy how big an athletic this guy was. I don't know what happened to him. Dude, he probably like got high crotches and doubles, dumping yeah. dudes on their fucking heads, yeah, like. 
like super super good take and then all of a sudden he just like shit the bed he's like i'm just gonna stand stand and bang even though i'm not fucking good at it i'm just gonna do it it's it's just it's (laughs) it's weird um and then maurice green i think he's just a big dude i think he can hit hard um he doesn't have a great record either eight and five like that's not great that's almost a start off three and oh in the ufc and i think he's dropped his last two maybe three he had a really good run in the ufc for a little bit coming off the uh the ultimate fighter contenders the ultimate fighter he got he got subbed out by Alexi Olenek, yeah. but like he was he was hurting him on the feet a bit. Um, but again, like, but then he also he finished freaking Sergey Plavlovich, which is like a pretty decent win. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then he also he also knocked out Junior Albini. Like he's he's got Diaper he's got baby. decent wins and decent fights. I just think I just don't think John Vellante is good, and I don't think the Crochet Boss is that much better. But I think he's better enough to win. What was the <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's wide. Uh, green is a minus two fifty. Volante's plus two hundred. That's too high, though. It's re- it's it's fuck out of uh, why is it why is it that, there's some weird betting lines it's, on this they're they're yeah. really wide to me i don't know anik was mentioning this too i saw a handicapper i forget his name I, I would wish i could shout him out um on twitter a guy i follow he was talking about how wide everything is and he and he's scared it scares him because it's like this what does fucking vegas know right now like why is everything so crazy right now well and that's what i was wondering about the common worthy fight the last time like why is yeah this dude yeah he was so high yeah well, because so everyone weird. thought Devontae Smith was like, including me, I bought into it. I thought this kid was a stud, and he's got a paper chin that you know falls down without getting hit. So, I mean, what are you gonna yeah, do? Blow on it, but yeah, uh, you know, me and Dev came to the decision on this that okay. we'll rock with Mo Green, but Mo Green, okay. I don't. Stay I, the fuck I'm not, away from this. Stay away huh? from this. Yeah, fight. it's like, gonna. Stay it's, the fuck away from this fight. Don't put money on this fight. Fuck, <laughs> don't put money on Volante, dude. <laughs> I'm taking I'm sure. taking the Italian stallion, baby, Johnny Vellante. <laughs> hey. Uh this is a fight that I some fucking talent. I I I listened to a lot of people this week break down this fight and everyone's across the board. Maurice Green to me just doesn't just doesn't do it, right? He's slow, he's very plodding. Yeah. I like when guys move up and wait. I, I prefer it, right? Volante doesn't have a gas tank. I really am interested to see. Now, if he comes in super fat and out of shape and like 260, then we're in fucking some trouble. But I like his speed here. He's never had the speed advantage at 205. He's so slow. I think he's got the speed advantage. I think Green has never not gotten tired in a fight. Neither is Volante. I just think Volante, I think if he wrestles a little bit and mixes things up, I think he has a problem. Maurice Green does have some good submissions off his back. He is long. I don't think Volante's ever fought anybody as big as him. Um, but Volante's just way more athletic, I think. And when you got a guy mm-hmm. in plus 200, you got to take a stab at it. Now, will I bet this fight? Maybe, but probably not because I, I like uh, another under way better, you know. But I just feel like this is also a fight where you could be like, you know what? The lines are so wide, throw five bucks on and take every underdog on the across the board. Fuck it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because because the lines are so wide that anything could really happen. Maybe not Julian Rosa because I mean, my boy Sean Woodson's gonna fuck him up, but uh, yes. everyone else, everyone else is afraid of game. I'm gonna take Volante here. This is a risky business bet little risky business you can't you got to be careful with it um but yeah i mean when you're when you're that high and and, and you're making your debut heavyweight against a guy coming off two losses who has never really impressed me i think it's it's a good pick and with our scoring system as well i think that's a that's a good pick as well okay next up you got uh brandon allen minus 330 favorite i think one of the biggest favorites on the card Uh, no sean woodson's the biggest favorite he's 14 and 3 he is fighting kyle dawkins who's 9 and 0 who is a uh excuse me here he is a plus 250 underdog. Boys, interesting fight. Last minute fight. Dawkins fought in the contender series. One, Brendan Allen, contender series guy as well. LFA champion. 
Uh, it looks really good in the UFC. Who do you guys like? Big favorite, though. Heavy favorite. I don't like the line. Easy. Who's that? Dev or Tim, what'd you I, say? We're going Brendan Allen for sure, but what were the lines? Uh, minus 330 for Brendan Allen, so oh, steep, yeah, and then uh, plus 250 for Dawkins. Yeah, Dawkins is a good fighter. He's solid. He, he's Dawkins solid. is a solid fighter. He's got an un, he's got an undefeated record. I like um, Brendan Allen in this fight, too. I just think he's fought the more experienced guys. Um, he's young. He's got pretty good striking. He's got good grappling, good submissions. I, I think that's what he's going to try to do with this fight. Um, Dawkins fought on the contender series. He didn't make it. I think he... I think he should have gotten a contract off this fight. It wasn't a finish. It was a decision. He, he's he got good wins um, in his career. He, I, I just think Brennan Allen's going to be the better fighter, and I think he's fought the more experienced dudes. Like, he's fought Eric Anders. He had a loss against Eric Anders. Um, I, I just think I just think Allen's going to be the, the better guy in this one. But I don't like the line. It's a steep line for some guys that are that are so young and so fresh in their career um, to be a minus – to be a minus 300, you got to be really established. It's a lot of pressure. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys like Brendan Allen as official? Tim, yeah. you got anything on yeah. that? You like that? Okay. Yeah. Brendan Allen, he's, he's been doing a lot of interviews this week talking about he's the best in the world and he's this and he's that. And I've picked against him every time he's fought. I really have. Sure. I, I, yeah. And I, he's obviously made me eat my fucking words. Um, I just, I, he's a little awkward to me. He's really good on the ground. Apparently he's like a Michael Chiesa, right? Michael Chiesa mm. never blown me away, but he gets people on the ground. He, he somehow just can control them or even submit them. And I'm like, the guy doesn't seem that good, but he's got something. Allen did the same thing with Kevin Holland. When they went to the ground, yep. I'm like, Oh, Kevin Holland's fine here. Oh, whoop, no, he's choked out. Okay. How the fuck yeah. did that just happen? Uh, Dawkins, uh, look good in the contender series. Kind of a boring fight. All his wins are by submission, so this could be a battle of the ground, or it could be one of those things where they both decide to stand up because they're both yeah. equal on the ground. I really want to pull the trigger on Dawkins here. I just don't like the short call up. I think if it was a longer, if this fight got like if Dawkins got signed, this got announced, I think if it, was, it, it maybe I might take a, a stab at it. But I think Brandon Allen just fighting more confidence now, better fighter, more established in UFC. I, you know, I don't love the line minus three thirty, but uh, I'm gonna go with Brandon Allen as well, just because. You know, I, I, I don't have, I guess I don't have the balls to take Dawkins, even though I do think it's going to be a competitive fight. It's definitely not going to be a, a, a three to one, three to two favorite fight. It's going to be a, a competitive fight. Yeah. All right. That, weird. That, that, Go that ahead. goes to your point about the throwing five bucks on all the, on the, all of the yeah. dogs, man. It's, I uh, mean, there's, there's a lot a of dogs. It's, it's really wide. I, I don't know if Vegas wants action. Like if they're trying to get people to be action, a lot of guys I know their, their strategy when when fights are this wide, is they go favorites. They're like, fuck, that guy shouldn't be that high of a favorite, but fuck it, I'm, Vegas knows something. They like mm -hmm. they bet the house. Smart, they, yeah. yeah, they go, I'm gonna go Vegas. Um, but yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I could kick you in the dick I though, know. man. Like look at look at Max Holloway, Brian Ortega. Yeah, I cashed out on that fight. Right. It's was it's Ortega the, the favorite. Te yeah, Ortega was a favorite in that fight. Like, yeah, they had him. Like, they had him slight yeah. favorite. He was in he was in the minus, and Max was in the plus. Max doesn't get a lot of respect. He's al he's almost a fucking plus. He is a almost two to one underdog against Volkanovski. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I'm taking Max. <laughs> Same, bro. I never pick against my boy. That's one of my I favorite mean, fighters. I love. I've watched that fight I like three him. or four times. It's so technical and it's all about footwork and placement, and everything like that. Like if you watch Robin Black, you can really get in the weeds about that fight. But I just feel like Max was a little off. I feel like Max. Maybe didn't he had take more to give. I feel like he didn't really take Volkanovski that seriously. If I'm being honest yeah. with you, I hate, I hate using that excuse, but Max didn't show me the animal that That's fought fair. Poirier and fought, uh, fought Aldo or even fought Ortega. 
He yeah, kind of was more. just like, eh, I'm going through the motions. He had he had more to give. Yeah. He had more to give in that fight. Wolganowski's a lot better than I thought, too. I, I, I've i never been super high on him, but he's really good. All right, next fight. We're recording this, so this part's going to be on YouTube. We are going to do the YouTube pick of the week. It's a co-main event. Devin's got oh, the shades. Yeah. Oh, let me. Oh, that's a good reminder here. Let me put these on, man. <laughs> Oh, bitch! Which I didn't tell you about this. <laughs> I don't have I don't have sunglasses. I just have glasses. Devin's had a headache. I want yeah. There you go. Here we go. Here's here's a little there jingle. MMA takes YouTube pick of the week. This is the MMA takes YouTube pick of the week co-main event for this Saturday. Mickey Gall plus two ninety versus Platinum Mike Perry with his girlfriend in the corner minus three thirty favorites. The gentlemen lead first. Boys, do you like that fucking idiot Mike Perry or do you like that fucking idiot Mickey Gall? Which one do you like? They're both fucking idiots. Uh, fighting out of Latori MMA. <laughs> Dude, that oh, shit's crazy. Mike Perry? Yeah, that's his girlfriend. Mike Perry. Latori MMA, bro. <laughs> if you're watching this, Mike Perry, I want to say something to you. Your ex wife was hotter than your new girl. Relax, bro. She's 17. Chill out, okay? Bro, he's obsessed. She's getting he's crazy. Get the dirt. It's like he's a he lost his virginity to her or something. What the fuck's going on with this guy? She's promoting her OnlyFans, and then once she gets enough hype, she's gonna say kick rock. Like dude. this this week, they asked him. They asked Mike Perry, like, "What's your weight?" And he goes, "I don't know. I'm gonna find out." Seven, eight, and I heard he was 19 pounds over. Sure, I, it, he was. It has to be a bit. It has to be like something. But if he Got misses it. weight by like 10 pounds, and Mickey Gall goes, "I'm not. Nah, no, no, I'm not gonna fight him." But who do you guys like? Who do you like in this uh, this in- interesting matchup here? Perry's gonna finish him. Oh, partner Mike Perry. Gonna take, he's gonna TK <laughs> him, dude. He he got hit and he he did it. He lost to Diego Sanchez. He lost in every yeah. realm of the world. And he he called Diego out like fourteen times. Yeah, he got dominated and yeah. he got sexually assaulted during that fight. Like yeah, D- Diego checked his oil. Dude, Diego's checking everyone's oil. Yeah, he did to Kessa too. Guy's a fucking pervert. Let's say it right now on MMA Takes Podcast. Diego Sanchez is a fucking pervert. Um, so you guys are taking Mike Perry. No hesitation at all. No, I, mean, I think he's going to TKO. As, as long as they can get in the cage, man, because this dude's behavior is always fucking crazy. But like, It's got to be a bit, man. It's got to be like a It's, it's got to. I don't think it is. I just think he's a legit certified dumbass. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, he's funny. But um, I, I showed you guys when he was 19 pounds, he needed to drop. And then, like, I follow him on, I think, just about everything. And, like, the way he's trying to cut weight, like, he's just, like, jogging and running and shit. <laughs> like, he's not really even sweating that much. And I'm like, it's got to be all fake. It ha- I mean, they weigh in tomorrow. Yeah, they weigh in tomorrow morning. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, he said I mean, he, he's not going to check his weight till 7, 8 a.m. tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Tripping. And then the he'll worry is, about his he- cut. He could go and walk like Mickey Gall is a decent is it is got some decent jujitsu and he could walk into something stupid like he did in the Cowboy fight, but I just don't think Mickey Gall is slick enough. I think Cowboy's an old vet and he's slick. Yeah. Um, I think he beat Vincente Luque. I don't. Nobody could convince ask, me otherwise. Ask his nose if he beat Vincente Luque. Ask his fucking nose if he beat Vincente Luque. Yeah. Um. I think he beat Luque. He got beat by Jeff Neal, but oh, Jeff Neal is a Don't just beater. skim he, over that. He got yeah. smoked by Jeff Neal. I think he should be fighting Nico Price. I think after fight. this, he should fight Nico yeah. Price, Mike Perry, if Mike Perry wins. Sure. Um, so you guys are picking mm. Mike Perry. That's cute. 
Hey, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. I'm picking Mickey Gall. Plus 250. Listen, if he gets out of that first round, Mike Perry, is he's never known for cardio, right? Even when he was training with people, he didn't have cardio. What makes you think he's going to have cardio now? What is he just humping his 17-year-old girlfriend? Is that his cardio? Bro. You know what I mean? Bro, yeah. bro you're saying he's not known for cardio. When he fought Paul Felder, that was a fucking war. For you're right. Ranks. You're right. And he was with Jackson for that. After that. After that. Well, dude, he gassed him. Today, he dude. comes from a good camp, man. He gassed with Vincent. <laughs> he left all those guys behind. He gassed against Vizade Luke in that third really? round. A little no. bit. Not like gas gas, but a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Let me let me let me explain. Let me explain something to you. The guy's not a cardio machine. If he's 19 pounds overweight on Monday, the weight cut's gonna get to him. He's got a one girl in his corner who knows nothing about fighting. She's probably not even legally allowed to be in Las Vegas. So definitely not allowed to be in the casino. She's not 21. Mickey Gall, not the best guy in the world, right? But I will never pick Mike Perry, ever. Mike Perry is everything wrong with the world. The guy sucks. His personality sucks. He already was a little retarded. I know you're not allowed to say that word. You get canceled, but I'm going to say it. He was already a little retarded, and I don't like bringing up brain trauma because we're in a sport and brain trauma is very serious. But his little retardation has now become full retardation because of his brain trauma. <laughs> the guy is whacked out of his mind. I don't even like him. I hate that Ariel gives him like 20 minutes every time. Everyone yeah. gives him a platform because people get clicking on him, right? He's clickbait. Everyone loves him. He does cocaine I hate for him. sure. Right. I hate him. <laughs> I don't like Mickey Gall. I think Mickey Gall sucks. Mickey Gall's little sound bites he's been doing are terrible. I think he's average is best, right? I don't think he's great, but I just can't pick against Mike Perry or pick for Mike Perry. <laughs> And, you know, I don't care who's lining up against him. I'm going to pick him. And this it just happens to be Mickey Gall. And, he, say, and he happens Mickey to be a big Gall, un, a big underdog. Mickey Gall is very underratedly big. He, like, you just, he, he tried he to cut the 55. The fuck? Yeah, he's long. And, and, and now he's trying to put a little more size on. But he was trying to cut yeah. the 55 for a while there. It just, oh, I mean, yeah, it was weird. He After he fought Sage Norcutt, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to 55. And I'm like, Why? Like yeah, you're yeah, like exactly. just at you're young, add muscle and become a fucking yoke exactly. seventy. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I, we're opposite here. That's the YouTube so pick of the week. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel MMA Takes Podcast. Going to be up on Friday and enjoy the fight. All right, so get that out of the way. Let me stop right. recording. There we Forgot go. We were All right. There. Yeah, we're recording that. That was fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna love the comments when I called Mike Perry retard. Everyone's so sensitive. <laughs> oh now. my god. All right, main event, boys. So we split on that main event. Oh, that one got It'll be like the up. max raw, the max washcloth soundbite. Yeah. Of, of, <laughs> that, that's a terrible soundbite, man. Who? Max washcloth. Who's <laughs> washcloth? <laughs> I call him washcloth. I call him washcloth. What a boy, boy, because he quit. Well, his yeah, whole soundbite sounds like washcloth. His last name sounds like washcloth. Oh, Rushcloth. got it, got it. <laughs> Um, no, but his soundbite that, that that Tim tagged us on. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's not. It's hard to come back from. Yeah, it's hard to come back from. He because Dana, his Dana said his manager was hounding him for like months, like you got to sign this kid. So they gave him the the Dana White contender series contract, and then he he stepped up on early notice. All right, we're not gonna talk about that bump. We're gonna talk about was the main his event. Manager, you Brian, because you were certainly slobbing on that. <laughs> <manager>. Hey, what? <laughs> Here's what happens with me, okay? I want to be right so much. Now, I think Max Roscoff has talent, right? I really do. I think he's a talented dude. 
I want to get early on everybody, right? Like I really do. Like when I, I remember I was the first one of my friends to hear Drake and I was like, dude, you got to hear this fucking guy. Okay. I like to be first, but I don't like telling everybody I'm first. I want to be able to have video of me being like, see, I told you about this guy. Problem is, is I'm like 50, 50 for these picks. I'm, I'm wrong a lot of the times too. So I got to kind of take it on the chin. I didn't know much about Max before he got announced. Uh, one of the, uh, this Canadian guy that I follow, he was like, check tape on this guy. This guy's good. He was like tweeting about it. So I looked him up. I'm like, Oh damn, this dude is really good. But yeah, he fucking, I mean, he's from Ohio. Well, yeah. I mean, who Ohio studs change this guy. You were early and you sat in the rain at the bus stop, bro. Huh? You were a little too early for this I, well, guy. I get, I mean, see, that's the thing is like when you get too early, either you fucking rise to the top and go, see, I told you, or you got to take on the chin and be like, man, that guy quit. And I look like a fucking idiot. Now, if I was a pussy, I'd take the video down and be like, I never said that. But no, I'm going to leave it up for the Delete rest of life. Yeah. Just, I'll retweet all the things I said about him. All right, Minimax. We got to get to the Minimax. This is the best fight of the night. Dustin Poirier, minus 230. He is 25 and 6. He's fighting Dan Hooker, who's a plus 185 underdog. I love this main event, uh, personally. Excellent I think this is a fight, great, man. great, great fight. Love this um, it's a really, really good matchup. So you boys lead. You boys lead the dance. Who's going to win the main event? I I think this is a really good a really good main event. Um, I'm interested to see where the winner and the loser goes from here because the loser is probably going to fight uh, Charles Oliveira. It's good. Do Bronx. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would. Shit. Maybe even that. the winner because. Yeah. Because I mean, Connor's going to. He's going to come back and maybe jam up the 55-pound, you know what I mean? He might get Gaethje Khabib winner. And then, I mean, one of these guys got to fight somebody, so they might fight winner, might fight Oliveira. That's a good matchup. Either way, that's a good matchup. Oliveira is hot right now. I think the winner's going to fight Tony Ferguson for his That's another fight. one, yeah. I think that that's happens. a good one, yeah, too. That's, that's yeah. Um, but I I think um, Ornate Diaz, maybe, depending nah, on he depending. He's 170. He ain't kind um, of 55. Yeah, he's not 155 anymore. He ain't yeah. fighting either of these clowns anyway. No, maybe um, Poirier because they, they have been scheduled to fight that's, before. That's what, that's yeah, what that's thinking. true. He has been scheduled to fight Poirier before. Um, at 170. I yeah. think I personally think Dan Hooker is a little bit overrated, though. I think he lost his fight to Paul Felder. I don't. He's a good finisher, but he 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 doesn't have finishes against really solid dudes like Dustin Poirier does. I think Dustin Poirier has fought the better competition. I think Dustin Poirier is a better combination puncher. I think Dustin Poirier has better footwork. I think Dustin Poirier can crack hard. I think he's got really good combination punching, um, and that's what helped him in the Max Holloway fight. He has got a, he's similar to Max Holloway with his combinations as far as how they wear you down, but he comes with more power. I think Hooker can be vulnerable to the body, and I think I think Dustin Poirier can cut him off. The same way that Paul Felder walked him down, I think he's less plotting and faster than Felder. I think Dustin Poirier should win this fight, and I think Dustin Poirier can finish him to the body. I just don't think Hooker is amazing. I think he deserves to be the fifth rank in that division. But he's calling for McGregor. He's calling for Ferguson. He's calling for for, for, for Gaethje. I think all those dudes fuck him up. Um, yeah. I Poirier should win this fight. Um I see a lot of people picking Poirier all over social media, and that shit makes me scared. I know you're rocking with Dan Hooker because you that's your that. guy. You, you love those know. guys. I, you don't know that. Um, but Poirier should win this fight. It's either going to be a fight like the Holloway fight, or he's going to finish him. 
I think Poirier is just a tough motherfucker. He has been finished. He's been finished at 145. Connor finished him. Michael Johnson finished him. But those dudes can crack. Michael Johnson almost finished Justin Gaethje. Like, mm-hmm. J- Johnson put on a clinic against Josh Emmett until he got finished. It's, 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 my, it's, it's Michael Johnson. Like, mm-hmm. that guy's just a fucking wild card. Mm-hmm. And Conor McGregor's a good fighter. Um, I really it's think Poirier fighter. should take this fight, man. I really, really think – I'm really thinking Poirier should take it. But everybody picking him makes me nervous. What are the odds, bro? It's uh, Poirier's a minus two thirty, and Hooker's a plus one eighty five. Hooker started, Hooker started the week. I've been following this line pretty closely. Hooker started the week at plus one seventy, and has gone up since and has ballooned up. Um, it's a wide line. I mean, a lot of people are back in Poirier. Uh, I've I've listened like Devin. I've listened to a lot of people, and they're and they're and they're like Devin. They're not blown away by Hooker, and the, and they like Poirier. Um, I think lot, Kenny Florian picked a hooker. Yeah, Kenny Florian picked hooker. Yeah, it's like the only guy really who I respect that yeah, picked hooker. Everyone else Kenny really Kenny loves uh, loves uh, Poirier for this fight. Yeah, so, I'm there too, man. You're Poirier? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. like Poirier personally. I just right. think he's kind of fake and boring as shit and just annoying. But um, Look at his dude, record, man. You can't, de- yeah, you can't dude, deny he, it. He probably yeah, has, I'd say he has the, the hardest schedule of fights. Like the only person he hasn't fought is Tony Ferguson. It's like RDA, the only yeah. person he hasn't fought is Tony Ferguson yeah. that way. Exactly. So they and fought I think everyone. he fucks him up. Yeah. That'd and be a good fight. That's a really good fight they fight. He fucked up Gagey. Yeah. He, he took Gagey. Dude, that Max fight wasn't up. even close. Max thinking he no, somehow almost won that fight. It was fight. pretty close. It was a close oh, fight. He fucked Max up. I got to watch fight. that fight again. Watching it live, it seemed close. But I did have a Hawaiian guy in front of me that looked like Max Holloway jump up every time Max landed anything. Max uh, Holloway won the third and fourth round. Dustin Poirier won the first yeah. two, and then Dustin Poirier won. What the I first. remember when when Poirier landed was, the bigger shots, like it it's it buzzed Max. Big. It bugs Poirier Max, right? Because Max, Max it was hard. It was a hard fight for me. Because Max walks through Max. everyone at 145. Like no one hurts him at 45 besides like Aldo with a knee. But he he was getting kind of shook with those shots from Poirier. Poirier's got heavy. Okay. Justin Gaethje to this day and do does interviews and they say to him, "Who do you think your toughest matchup is?" He goes, "Dustin's my toughest matchup." Because he knows that they've already obviously fought and Dustin's beat him, but the way Dustin fights is a tough matchup for him. Which yeah, he's so dude, tough. Man. He thinks it's tougher he's than so Khabib, tough. which is which is really odd for me. But yeah, because he because he, he can take his leg kicks. He's the only dude that's taken those fucking right. Justin Gaethje leg so kicks. You both check them, walk through them. Just want to like, get a co- confirmation. Both on yeah. Poirier. Poirier. Mm-hmm. Okay, the favorite. Well, boys. <laughs> You're gonna look dumb, Brian. <laughs> Don't pick well, up. Well, boys. He's gonna get finished. Do you like dogs? Dogs. Dogs. Do you like dogs? Oh, dogs. <laughs> sure. I knew it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> this is my underdog lock and I listen up. I I don't think Dan Hooker is overrated. I think he's a little unappreciated. Now, what, let me clear something up before I get into Dan Hooker. I do not like him. He has really bothered me this week. He is he's he threw shots at Max Rosekoff about quitting, which is fine. Everyone, you can he called a marshmallow or whatever. But when people throw shots at him on Twitter, he get he blocks them, right? He's really soft. He doesn't like criticism. He's very arrogant. He says that after he wins this fight, he wants Connor to call him out. He wants Tony to call him out. Like, Come on, bro. Like, Sit no down. one really knows you that much. Okay, relax. Um, yeah, I will please. disagree with you though, saying, but he did finish Gilbert Burns. I know it was at 155. But he's the only guy to knock out Gil Burns that's really impressive to me. He also knocked out Jim Miller. He's got those great knees. Um, he's <laughs> Jim Miller's dude. He's on a roll right Jim now. Miller. Jim Miller back in 2018 was a you know fuck line disease. I don't care about Lyme disease. He ate a knee and got fucking slept. Uh, so did Gilbert Burns. 
Um, but Dan Hooker, big, tall, lanky. I rewatched the Ali Aquinta fight. I feel like Aquinta is a less better version of Poirier, the way they fight. And he chewed up by Aquinta. If he fights a little bit better than that with the calf kicks, that Poirier does not check kicks. Poirier does not have great kicks. He hurt, uh, uh, Hooker got hurt to the body by Bart's Barbroso by mostly kicks. But Dustin Poirier can't throw kicks. He's got a bad hip. He just had fucking hip surgery a year ago, right? You know, he's not throwing kicks. He's a really good boxer. But I went back and looked at Dustin Poirier's record. He has never really fought anybody this tall before. I've We've never seen him a real law lanky guy. Sometimes Hooker does not use his reach like he should. Like with Paul Felder, he got into a firefight with Paul Felder. Paul Felder's also built a little different than Poirier. I envision this fight, Poirier boxing him up a little bit, right? And it being kind of back and forth and then him maybe going for a takedown and eating a knee. I see him eating a knee. I have that in my fucking brain. I think this is a very, very competitive fight. I don't like Dustin Poirier for the simple fact of how he fought Khabib, right? A lot of guys coming off a title loss, they don't win. But then there was another stat that came out that anybody that's ever beaten Paul Felder has never won their next fight. So mm-hmm. if you beat Paul Felder, you lose your next fight. Every single fighter has done that. Well, he lost to Paul Felder, so I mean, no, well, have that yeah, according <laughs> according to Devin's records, he lost to Paul Felder. But uh, in the real world, fight, in the real world, he won. Very good fight. I actually scored that fight for Dan Hooker. I I, I thought he won that fight. Likewise. But Bias. I just think that he's just going to be a little too much for. Poirier. I think Poirier might be taking Where? this fight a little bit on the feet, on the knees, and and then I think you un, you're underestimating his finishing ability because Poirier has been finished before. He just fought the best in the world. He just won a title right before that. I know it's an interim, but he was post. He had that above his fucking fireplace. He probably still does in his house. He's mm-hmm. a champion in his mind. He laid an egg against Khabib, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. It was pathetic. He's going to come out and go, oh, no one thinks I should fight Hooker. He even did an interview and saying, hey, everybody, give Hooker some respect. He's he's a legit dude. I think he's going to run into something, and it's going to be a bad night for Dustin Poirier. I really do. I, I This is my most confident pick. I'm putting a lot of money on this. Obviously, sure, this, is, this is going <laughs> to come shit. down to our fucking uh, – Weird. We're doing a pick here, right? I mean, this is a competition. I take this serious. <laughs> I don't yeah. give a shit. The, honest, honest to God – if if I place bets, you know, I don't sometimes I, I, I place always on what I say, but say I place a bet and I lose, but if I win on this, that's more important. You know what I mean? Like I want to just be right here. I don't give a fuck about the money right now. I'm staying away from this betting line. I will no, I'm I'm heavy, heavy on hooker. I can't wait. Fight. I can't wait. Me and my daughter are gonna drive to Indiana. We go to this gas station, I get her a juice, <laughs> I boop, 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 place my bets. Oh, I can't wait to put so much money on Dan Hooker. Turning your kid into a degenerate. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah, she loves it. She's she gets her juice with Moana on top. I get fucking my bets. Fucking oh, drive shit. back home. I love it. Yeah, that's uh that's good. All right, so boys, awesome. good pick them. I'm gonna need both of your locks in the night. Yeah. And then we, none of us, and then we're going to need underdog locks tonight from one of you and sending you home from one of you and my, myself. I didn't do a send him home yet. So each of you get a lock of the night and then you got to agree on underdog and send him home. So you go ahead and think about that while I, uh, I think about my send him home as well. <laughs> What's your lock, Tim? Your favorite Bob, lock, not your Bob underdog. Bob Ross, man. That's what I'm looking at. Too, Who's your lock? Might as well ride with it. Who's your lock? Yeah. Bob Ross. It's You're, okay, so Tim's lock is Bob Ross. Okay. Now, Devin, you have your own lock. You could pick Bob Ross and double down on that, but you do have your, to get another point elsewhere, you do have your lock in the night. Um, I'm going to, 
my lock can can it be my son of home? Can they be the same? Yeah, go ahead, double down. I think it's going to be Sean Woodson, man. Sean Woodson, that's your lock. That's my lock as well. So we're going to yeah, so we're going to cancel out oh, points the there. Biggest favorite of the night. Oh, go figure. <laughs> I'm a chalk man, okay. Lock of the night. Lock the kid's night. fucking good, dude. Dan Hooker. And you gonna make him your lock of the yeah. night. And the kid's good, but yeah. You um, want me to Dan make Dan Hooker, Hooker, and Dan Hooker my lock of the night? I already did. He's my underdog lock of the night, bro. Oh, all right, all right, you want you want you want me to go lock lock of the night and then send him home because he's gonna send Poirier home back to Louisiana. All right, I so Devin, see, I just don't see Hooker being able to put out the same damage that someone like Justin Gaethje or Eddie Alvarez you're right. can I do. I mean, you're and, right. And, and Poirier fought tooth and nail with those dudes, beat them both, finished them, went to fucking war, ate Justin Gaethje's leg kicks. Who the fuck eats those leg kicks? Yeah, but that Nobody. was before he won the title. And then he laid an egg against Khabib. I think and that was before. Lays an egg against Khabib. Yeah, not Connor. Connor good. fought better than Poirier. Hey. All right, so Poirier laid two eggs. Connor laid one. Connor's only <laughs> you know? yeah. Connor Connor only won one round. He laid an egg, man. Now wait, no, yeah, he laid an egg in that fight. Um, all right, so let me get this straight. So you're going to send him home and lock on Woodson. So that's double the points, Tim. You mm-hmm. got um, what's his face? Excuse me, Luis Pena is your lock. So now you guys need to agree on an underdog lock. My send him home. Why? Why you thinking about that? My send him home. Send him home. Send him home early. My send him home is gonna be Brendan Allen. I think he's gonna get the submission. So cool. that's my that's my send him home. And then what did you say for your your underdog lock of the night? You mean you mean Dev gotta have the same one? Yeah, you gotta both have the same underdog lock of the night. Uh, so the underdogs you guys picked is is Fry, Zalal. Zalal, yeah, Zalal, who's it's Zalal, Zalal yeah, Fry. Um, I didn't know Zalal was the dog in this fight. That's stupid. So it's a very slight dog, but yeah. So you got Fry. God, you guys didn't pick many underdogs at all. Shit. Oh man, if the underdogs hit you guys. Are, there's no chance. You didn't pick one underdog besides Fry and Zalal. I mean, I wanted to pick Volante. I know. Yeah, I I got Volante and Worthy. Yeah, man. I wanted Worthy. Yeah. Watched fucking Worthy. Watch <laughs> Worthy violently finish. Listen, this could be violently finished. But listen, if if the, the guy that goes uh, goes with Vegas instead of trying to fight against Vegas hits and he's and he's a good capper, you guys win. I mean, there's no shame in that. Win's a win, guys. I don't give a fuck how you do it. You gotta win. All right, so who's your underdog locking tonight, Dev? You guys oh um, both of you guys gotta have one. Yeah, it's a law. It's a law, okay. All right, underdog lock me. I mean, I get it all color coded here. Okay, Zalal underdog lock. He's got his daughter's crayons. <laughs> uh, excuse me, bro. Sharpies, man. Come on, bro. I got a whole cup of them. And then when I when I go through and I mark them red, just like this, hey, just bro. like the principal or the principals, the teachers use. My wife goes, "Why don't you just use blue to cross them out?" I was like, "No, you use fucking red. What do you what do you mean blue? Yes. You use there red. You the the mark all the runs off." All right, that was fun. Listen, I can't wait for Saturday. Now, this is why it's fun doing this because now there's a lot more on the line. You best believe I'm going to be texting shit when I win. Um, probably send a video of me just, you know, doing whatever. I don't know. We'll get crazy with it. I might just make hanky pankies and just keep sending videos of Devin every time I eat one just to fucking <laughs> really get him, get him upset. All right. Slowly in a, in a quiet room, eating it really slow so well, I can hear all the right, chewing. Yeah. We're spread out, though. We went opposite a lot of these. 
And I don't think I pandered to anything. I think I got all the picks I wanted. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's why I was, I was so excited because I knew, I kind of knew there was going to be some touch and go with you guys, but I really did think I, we were going to split on a lot of these. So that's fun. So let's just go Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall for the win, baby. Like that. Flat the mic, baby. Flat <laughs> Mickey Gall is going to be unconscious all right, in boys. the next few days. I'll see you yeah, guys. Well. Uh, I'll talk to you Saturday. Take care. See ya. That was my guys, Tim Mitchell, Devin. Uh, Fights are awesome. We got a nice little competition brewing. If you see my face on any of their social medias or their face on my social medias or whatever, whatever bet we're going to do, um, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I lost, but we really did spread this out. We have a lot of different opinions. I love that. We're almost at an hour. That was a perfect pick them. Went smooth. I loved it. It's late. I got to go to bed. I love you guys. See ya. Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.